Rockies 102.9. The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew exhilarates and quenches with its one-of-a-kind great taste. Mountain Dew, this is how we do. Patrick Cudahy, bring you our 8th annual Bacon Fest Milwaukee. Coming up Sunday, February 17th in the Event Center, Pottawatomie Hotel and Casino. 900 pounds of Patrick Cudahy bacon, along with popcorn, uh, bacon popcorn. Maple bacon custard. Mm-hmm. Maple bacon custard. There, see? It sounds delicious when hey, you say it, it that way. That worked, that, that worked on Small bacon. Wonder for years. Oh my God. What was that? Dolph Robot? I, n- I never don't. I don't. <laughs> bacon wrap, prime rib. Robot shows. Bacon swag. What was the one where John Shuck? John was Shuck. That was uh, Love Boat. There's a group no, of people that want to make their boyfriends and girlfriends into robots and then have sex with them. What do you mean? Make I them just into them? We're talking. We're talking. Okay, go. Okay, go. Pep- <laughs> well, get done with your bacon talk. <laughs> blah blah blah. Bacon <laughs> fast. When? Pa- uh, it's uh, February seventeenth. It's a Sunday, February seventeenth at Potawatomi Hotel. All right. Okay, anybody going to be there? For more Pops, information. Pops Kernel Corn, Harry's Krispies, Milwaukee Sausage Company, Chiro One, Top Dog Restaurant, Ninth Slice Pizza Company. Tickets thanks to Gruber Law Offices are available now. Get yours at our website one zero two nine the hog. Okay. Why Thank people want to convert their living human <laughs> lovers into robots? I've been feeling a little weird that I hadn't found the latest sexual thing to shock and, and <laughs> I'm feeling me. weird about that. I just, it's been a long time since we, you know, we went to plushies and the balloon people and all. We went through a lot of stuff in the last 20 years for me on this show and the mm-hmm. baby and the Stanley, like all the stuff. St- and Stan- <laughs> Stanley, right. Yeah, Stanley, really, adult baby. Yeah. I just haven't seen anything quite that freaked me out in a long time. Was Stanley a baby because that turned him on? No, probably not. But, or what, but yeah, there I'm has sure. to be other people out there that, oh, I don't even want to think about that. Let's not, let's all move right. ahead. Okay. So there's a just, bunch of people out there that like put chips in their hands. They just do it themselves at their coffee tables because they want to like, you know, be able to swipe their hand as opposed oh, I've, to, yeah, I've okay. Seen that, yeah. But they do their own little like microsurgery at their homes. And then that's the first step. And then they're caught, they're kind of called something, and I don't, I, I can't remember what. But then there's another step, another layer where people want to make their boyfriends and girlfriends like into cyborgs. They really want to have cyborg sex. So this one guy is teaching his wife how to please him in bed and what to say to act more like a cyborg than a girl. So he, she went under a hypnotist's right swinging orb. Do you like this, Will be- Robinson? Yes, this is affirmative, feels good, or something like Don't that. Don't you want the robot to seem more human? No, no, they like, want. No, they have want, a human already. They want no, a cyborg. You want, the, you want the human to seem like a robot. It's an offshoot of the people that want to have yeah. sex with dolls that are like robots. Okay, right. so there's a robot doll crowd out there, but then you take it another left turn, and the dude doesn't want a robot doll. He's got a wife, but so, he wants her to dress and act like a robot we- sexually. Are we done with latex then? I think that's so yeah, 1999. <laughs> right. Because you and I just cracked up every time we saw that. Like, No, what? I don't think those latex people are done with latex. I just think there's a new group I didn't know about yet. Like, I did not know that this was out there. And I, I don't know why I'm so stupid, but. What about basement bondage? 
Remember we had That's those stories about the, the grandmas who were right you know, the, with the Nesco dom- roaster, do- right? Over. Dominatrixes and yeah. guys came over and <laughs> I'd strap people to my rowing machine <laughs> if they were in my basement. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I'd utilize right now to do. You know, like what I don't have any. Well, maybe a hanging pipe, right? I could put somebody handcuffed over that. Soil or, pipe, really? I don't know. <laughs> what pipe would you use? How old is your house? Is it a cast iron pipe? 1926. Or is it just, 1926. So that's a cast iron pipe. They didn't have plastics then. No. Or has it been replaced? Yeah, I got a lot of PVC. Yeah. You they're gonna, you're going to crack that. So you that. have to that's, handcuff people to something in the wall or like I'd maybe have a built-in. Uh, put some lag bolts in yeah. something. Okay. So that's how you'd start. Okay. Do you have like a yoga studio or a, or a Pilates <laughs> bar or anything like that? You could. I, I think those would work. John Chuck was in it. Homes and Yo-Yo. He wasn't yeah. a sex robot, though. No, he, he was, was a crime-fighting detec- robot. He was a detective who was a robot, yeah. I wish I could remember the name of what these people call themselves. They're into it, and there's a whole little, you know, there's a whole community. I hate that word community more than anything. You hate the word pleasure. I hate every time I hear the word community. It's We're sickened community. by the pleasure community. It's, thank you. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yep, absolutely, 100%. So I moved this new... Uh, <laughs> Complex. He's called Pleasure Community. Right. That's exactly. I think I made and the like, right choice. He's doing everything that is the most. Building irritating. A would just be the gross sniffing people, and You're building B smack and sniff is the bondage people. Building C smack and sniff. Did you say? Yeah, that's what he's doing. The smack and sniff guy. Pretty pleased with my. You should decision. have never told him it's irritating because it'll never go away. Pleasure Community. Here he is. It must be Monday or Tuesday, depending what day you're listening. <laughs> the replay of early yeah, all right, 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 right. I think I covered that pretty well. To talk about football, our football guy, Santana Dodson. Good morning, Santana. Hey, hey, good morning, fellas. It was divisional playoff weekend. Some pretty good games, eh? Um, boy, I didn't think so, really. Until- I saw like the last quarter of three of four of them. I saw the last quarter of the Cowboys, uh, Cowboys, uh, Rams, and the uh, Saints Eagles. The Chiefs. Yeah, well, you know, I, I guess, I guess I'll put it this way. I, I, I did like the Saints Philly. I sure. thought it was close when they gave them a. You know, Philadelphia jumped out fourteen blank, and New Orleans had to fight their way back. So I thought that was entertaining. And then, honestly, um, especially since I'm. Here in Texas, you know, I've retired here to Texas, and these Cowboy fans can be a little bit atrocious. So to see them get beat up, uh, especially defensively, and give up 120 and 115 yards to two running backs in when they had to go to L.A. and lose, I guess that was a little entertaining for me. So for me, it was an entertaining divisional weekend. The Cowboys didn't seem – it's not they didn't seem. They didn't have any answers for the Los Angeles offense on Saturday night. They had no answers for the offense, and then everything they do is goes through their running back and running game and Ezekiel Elliott, and they held him to 46, 47 yards, uh, the Rams defense. So they couldn't get anything going for four quarters, and it was just fun to watch. You know? And, boy, proving that this is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league, Jason Garrett goes from winning a playoff game last week to – um, you know, uh, being a, a touchdown away from being in the championship game to back on the hot seat after that loss. Yeah, I think the media wants him there, but he's been 
Jerry Jones's love child for quite a while. So I don't think he's going anywhere, but, hey, you never know. Is it the fact that it's a loss or the way they lost? You know, if they... I think it was the way they lost. And, and, and a lot of it, if you, if you look at the NFL, you know, you've got this young, brash quarterback, I'm sorry, coach at the Rams that um, he's 30. Eight? He'll be no. Sean McVay will be thirty-three this week. He's Ooh. thirty-three. I'm sorry. Yeah. He'll turn. He's thirty-two right now. He'll be thirty-three in a couple of days. Exactly. And they're leading in every offensive category, and they're in the NFC Championship. So every team wants some of that. So that's why I think you're looking at a lot of these young thirty-something hires. Okay. Which so there's nothing wrong with it, but you know. And well, and so therefore, I want the Rams to win it all. Yeah. Because that means there's a better chance that people he knew and associated with and worked with are going to be good, right? No. No. Was wait, Come whoa, on, whoa, whoa. man. I'm hold, trying to make my way hold here. Hold on. Hold on. So, when Vince Lombardi <laughs> left the Packers, who did they get? His number one guy, Phil I know. Bankston. I know. His number one dude, handpicked by Lombardi. <laughs> I how know. Did that, how did that go? I Not, just... Yeah. Right. Right. So good, but... Okay. All right. Just want it's to make... a different time now. <laughs> oh, people are smarter now, better. Uh, they delegate more. Okay, it's a All more right. complicated game. Fine, it uh, is a more complicated game. That's true. I mean, it's it's a flip of the coin. So you never know. Um, you know, if we're segueing into our issues a little bit north in Lambo, I mean, so I mean, is never that know what you're going to get with that thing? Um, I'm, I'm trying to do the mental that. gymnastics that tell me that if Sean McVay wins the Super Bowl, there's a better chance that Matt LaFleur will be a good coach. Huh? Sure. That doesn't make well, any they sense. Don't, but they it's don't, sports they don't grab so people from losing programs and losing associations. And, Let's uh, Okay, hold on, Santana. I'm sorry. You, you can join me on this. Let's look at the Belichick tree. It's been nothing but failures. Oh. And he's going yeah. to his A-straight championship game. Well, then why not get Hugh Jackson's assistants I, and hire those guys? You, just, I, 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 you don't know who's the right guy. Oh. You just – do you, Santana? No, you don't. Uh, you know, uh, you do not at all. Like the, the Houston <laughs> Texans are dealing with a lot of the Belichick hangover. And, I mean, but, hey, they were – the Texans were 11-5. and five They were, year, so. yeah. A lot, of, a, a lot of people would say that's a great year, but I think uh, Bill O'Brien is two and seven, two and five in the playoffs. So but there's a better you know, chance. Like, you know, every team, I, I'll say it this way: every team is not built for championships, and some teams are built to win. And you got to just kind of be realistic on what you're getting uh, on the field. Oh boy, I'm not trying to. I, I'm, I'm not trying to be the the the, the killjoy here, anything. But this, it, you don't, you, we don't know. We did. We were all like, "Oh, Holmgren, really?" We were like that about McCarthy. Yep. Same right. deal. We were completely wrong. Well, so but this time, I'm trying to not be negative. I'm trying to be hopeful here. Which yeah. is better, Santana, having hope going in or having no hope going in? Yeah, I mean, I think Lafleur is one of those those hires that you really just have to wait and see. Um, he doesn't have the pedigree because he's such a young coach that says, "Hey, he's a." legitimate he's a legitimate candidate and i think that's why everybody's kind of blah 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 i will say this i will say this and i hope i'm wrong um that 
this could be the beginning of the end, and I'm hoping I'm wrong. And I say that the beginning was not getting Khalil Mack, honestly, last year. And the fact that he's in, he's in Chicago, you've got to find a way to block him two times a year. And that's a big deal because Chicago was on the upswing. The next thing would be Aaron is about 20% of the salary cap. So it's going to be very difficult to find veteran players to come in when it starts going to the dollars and cents. And I'm not, you know, whatever guy makes, he makes. But it's going to be difficult to get veteran guys in to be able to help the situation because of the salary cap number. And it's so heavily loaded with one player. Well, you know the the stat, right? The third thing would be the hiring of LaFleur because, you know, honestly, we all know who the coach is. They're going to say, you know, he's not the coach, but – you know, you've got LaFleur, who's 39. you got Aaron, who's 35. Who's really running the show? We're about to find out. Oh, boy. But that was Gutekunst leaned into the microphone and told everyone, I hired him. It wasn't Aaron Rodgers. I hired this new guy. Yeah. You know, I have more respect for a situation that's in Cleveland where they are FaceTiming um, Baker Mayfield during the hiring process to make sure they get his input on who the next guy is, which ends up being the offensive coordinator from this year. But the fact that they said, well, yeah, Baker was involved with this process and we made sure we FaceTime, hey, it's a big deal. You know, we, we, I mean, honestly, do you want Aaron to make sure whoever they hire is okay with it? Hell to the yeah. Oh, boy. I don't know and if you, you know the stat about the top six highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL this year, right? None of them in the playoffs. Ooh, really? Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt Stafford, and Derek Carr. Yep, they were all sitting home like us yesterday. You're right. I mean, honestly, and I'll say it again, I'll never talk about what a man makes. It's all supply and demand, and he's earned every bit of it. At the same time, we just got to understand as Packer fans what we're dealing with. And, again, I hope I am wrong, but um, it really starts with the Khalil Mack fallout, and then it may end with the LaFleur hire. Well, for the longest time, whenever the Bears hired a coach, the first thing they said was, well, the first thing we want to do is beat the Packers, right? That's right. And now the Packers are kind of put in that position as, well, we got to find somebody that can – Win some division games. Yeah. Right. In your division. We won one division game this year. Oh. We won one division game this year. That was against the Bears opening night. And, you know, you got, and we'll find out this offseason because, you know, maybe there's some guys out there that we're going to be able to sign that when we sign them, you know, hey, he's going to help us. We can see him help. We need some defensive help, which we've talked about. We need some offensive line help, which we've talked about. What are we going to do with the Jimmy Graham situation? Because I feel he's talented, but we didn't use him. Um, you got Randall Cobb that, you know, his contract is very uh, cap unfriendly. So we've got a lot of decisions to make in this offseason and try to get folks in that are going to help the situation. So we'll know a lot more the next four to eight weeks. Eight weeks. Okay, here, I'm going to write in your line of expertise as a, as a defensive lineman, as a guy who knew he had so much time to get to the quarterback or, you know, really, you know, it wasn't going to happen. Is Aaron Rodgers hanging on to the ball too long? I would say yes. Yeah. If you're a defensive yeah. lineman, are you like going, he holds the ball a long time? 
I got a lot of opportunities to get at him. But he's pretty elusive, yeah. too. He's pretty pretty quick back there, right? Light on his feet? Yes, he is light on his feet. And, and, the, and the, the problem with it is really the fluidity of the offense. So he holds the ball, and he's looking for the, the best play or the big play, right? But at the same time, that does not help your offense become very fluid. And a lot of things are timing and accuracy and downset hut, downset hut, quick snap, moving the ball. When you know he's back there as a defensive lineman and as a, as a cover guy, it's like, okay, just stay in your man's hip if I'm a cover guy. Just, you know, keep your feet moving and try to get him down and the ball's going to come out. But, you know, you're looking for these big plays, I guess my point is. But a lot of times these offensive coordinators and quarterbacks are not, they are not patient enough to take the underneath routes, to work with the tight end, to have the, just look at it. How many times do you have a 12, 15, 16 play drive? Because these coordinators are not patient enough to take the underneath stuff, which defenders give all the time. And that's, I feel like I see a lot of that in the playoffs. I see a lot of seven, eight, nine yard gains, get five, get 10 then worry about the longer stuff. I feel like Aaron Rodgers all season long was looking for the big play on every play. Yeah. So how do we get him away from that? And with a, with a new coach who can play, tell him I what think to do. Aaron has a little bit of too, too much of looking for the right or the perfect play every time. You know, whenever you're leading the league and not throwing interceptions or, you know, passes um, without an interception, that kind of tells me that, you know, sometimes you got to throw it into a tight window and make a play. And, and he's good okay at that. He can do that. He's good at that. He's been good at that. Electric yeah. shoes. Yeah. In practice, he has to wear shoes that if he's holding the ball after like, you know, <laughs> 2.3, seconds, if it's still in his hand, boom, there it goes. Sorry, held it yeah. too long. Yeah. Elect- electricity well, is a great motivator. Hopefully, Matt. His feet. Sure. Can you do that? Uh, you can't do it. I don't know. Nobody said you couldn't. I don't know. I didn't hear everybody that, say you can law? can shock your quarterback. Let's talk about who's, the two. Who's ga- got to know? You let's know. let's talk about the two games real quickly uh, that we have coming up this weekend. Now the only four teams that are left. Uh, you got your Pats going to Kansas City. Who do you like? Pats going to Kansas City. I'm going to like Mahomes. Why? I think he's so young. He just does not really realize the stage he's on. Wrong. He's Tom Brady on. will be in his third he's straight Super Bowl. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Wrong. Tom Brady will be in his third straight Super Bowl. He, you you asked Santana what yeah. he thought. Yeah. You okay. got the whole show to say what you think. No, I'm just telling him that's uh, a wrong, wrong choice. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, well, all right. I mean, it's, it's tough to go against a Brady-Belichick team. I will say that. I mean, that's the easy pick. But I'm going with KC fans, which are some of the loudest in the NFL, and Patrick Mahomes. You, you – you and Andrew worked together up in Green Bay. I mean, he was an offensive guy. You were a defensive guy. But are you, are you pulling for Kansas City? Oh, I'm definitely pulling for Kansas City. Right. Your dad played there, right? Yeah, dad played there for a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, it's a great fan base. And it's a little change-up. We need a change-up in the Super Bowl. I agree. I agree. And the Patriots have never been to three straight. They've been to two in a row a couple of times, but never to three straight. Okay, NFC. The Rams have to go to New Orleans. Rams in New Orleans, I'm going to take New Orleans again because of the crowd noise and then again Drew Brees. Drew Brees is 39, about to be 40 years old. He does not make mistakes, and they've got two exceptional running backs as well. So, But I think both of these games, you know, you got ones versus twos, one versus two seeds. 
and I'm going to be in the, on my uh, Lazy Boy with popcorn and beverages of choice and enjoying every minute of it. Did we get it right? Are these the four best teams in the NFL? Yeah, I definitely think right. so. The four best teams, and uh, two of them have the best defenses, which would be the Rams and the Saints. So, um, And all of a sudden, if you watch New England yesterday, they found defense from somewhere. So I... It's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be a great weekend, I feel. All right. Very good. Santana, thanks for the time. All right, fellas. Y'all have a great week. All, All right. right. We'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Thanks.